Hello and welcome to Teach One. I'm your host, LaTanya Green. I'm here to share some of the lessons that life has taught me. I hope that it inspires you and encourages you. I hope that it truly blesses your life and I hope that it helps you along your path. Let's get started. So we are off and running into a brand new year. And I know a lot of people choose to make New Year's resolutions and um, adding new things to their life, trying to improve upon things in their lives. And so I just wanted to uh, touch on that a little bit. And uh, this episode is entitled On Your Way to Changing Something in Your Life. And I entitled it that particularly because it... When we choose to change something about ourselves, it really is the start of that journey. It's the start of it. It's not you've arrived at it, at it, so you haven't really changed it yet. So anyway, some of the first things that came to my mind for myself when I am beginning something, when I'm trying to improve upon something in my life or change something or completely do you know a 180 is that first thought of whatever it is, whatever you want to change. For me, it starts with prayer and um, prayer for continued support throughout it, but also prayer for direction. Because um, too many times in my life, I've taken it upon myself to jump out there and get ready to do something new and not really taking time to talk to God about it first. Now, Again, anybody, you know, everybody has different beliefs, but for me, I'm led first and foremost by, by the Lord. And so with that being said, I have to take time to take a step back and make sure that this is something that God wants me to do and not just something that I've set up in my own mind to do. So I'm praying for direction. I'm praying for his covering during it, because whenever you decide to change something about yourself or improve something about yourself, You kind of already have to be ready for the opposition. And that's that's my own personal journey. You have to be ready for the opposition just as much as the outcome, just, you know, for the change, for the actual change. So first is prayer and prayer for direction. And then for me, knowing that I deserve more than what I currently have, knowing that I deserve this new thing, I have to see myself winning. I have to see myself achieving this in order for it to even become real in my mind. So I have to be able to envision it. And you can't envision something for yourself that you don't think you deserve. If you feel like you need a new job or a different job or a better position in your job, anything like that, or anything that you really truly desire and you want to change, you have to first see yourself having it. Then I have to be brave enough to really say what I want. I have to be brave enough to say it out loud. If in the past I've accepted less, I have to be brave enough to say that I deserve more and be brave enough to say, I'm going to start to ask for more and either I'm going to get it from where I'm asking, or I'm going to understand that where I'm asking is not capable of giving it to me and I'm going to move on. So I can get to where I need to be to get what, get what I want. And then another part of that, that last 
first essential part, and we're still on the first part, that last first essential part for me is be ready to work for it. I have adopted this attitude for myself, which I think I probably had a little bit of it before, but I've out loud adopted this attitude that I can have anything that I'm willing to work for. I can have anything that I am willing to work for. And don't get me wrong. There are some things in life that are given to you, but most things won't be. Most things you have to put in some work for it. You have to put in a little bit of grind on it. Maybe some things less, maybe some things more. But if you are not willing to work for the thing that you say you want, you're almost guaranteeing that you're not going to get it. So that's first for me. And when I'm starting to get ready to change something in my life about myself. And another part of that all together is I know some people do this, but I've learned <laughs> I've learned the hard way not to make big announcements when you're changing something about yourself. When you're getting ready to change something about yourself, I don't do the big announcements anymore. I simply do the work. I let the work and the outcome speak for itself. Big announcements can start to open the door for a lot of naysayers, a lot of people who, well, how do you figure you're going to do that? Or don't you need this that, or before you can do that? Or don't you need the, this equipment or this degree or whatever? Don't you need, well, how are you going to do that? You don't have enough time. You don't have enough time in the day. You're already working a lot. The naysayers. And don't get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. I understand having people in your life to try to help you think things through. But I have always been a person of, there are some people in my life who their opinion matters to me, but there's no one in my life who can make a decision for my life. I have to make the decisions for myself because this is my life. I can't make decisions for someone else's life. They're not my children and my children are grown now. So I don't make decisions for their lives now, but I have to make the decisions for my own life. So I can have people around me that I value their opinion but their opinion does not make the decision for me. And then even be selective on that. You don't need 30 people's opinion before you make a move and decide to do something different for yourself. You don't need 30 people's opinion. What you need is you need to sit with yourself. You need to decide what's best for you based on the life that you are living for yourself, not based on the opinion of all these other people. And that's even under the most dire circumstances. If you are even out here struggling with an addiction, you have to make the decision that you want to do something better for yourself because 90 people could want it for you. But if you don't want it for yourself, it's not going to matter what the 90 people want at the end of the day anyway. So I'm not big on big announcements. I'm big on let me start 
get the ball rolling. Have something to show before I start announcing things. Before I start, oh, you know what I'm about to do? Or I'm, I'm going to do this in three months or I'm going to do. No, you will see what I've been doing in three months. You'll see what I've been working on. You'll see what I've been putting my time and my energy and my focus into when it comes. When it starts, then I'll be glad to talk about it, to share about it, share my excitement about it. But I don't want people dumping water on my fire before I even get it going good. And that's the truth of it. So the next part for me usually is pushing through on the days you are not feeling it. Pushing through on the days you're not feeling it, because I guarantee you those days will come. Those days will come. And those are the days that I have to remind myself of why I'm doing it, of why I started it, of what made me want to change whatever it was about myself. Those are the days when I have to not embrace fear or anxiety, but I have to embrace the possibility of what I want this to really be. And the possibility that it could be even better than I even imagined it to be. So for me, in the previous episode, I was talking about how I'm a person that I have a hard time doing one thing at a time. And that even in, you know, that that's even for me when I'm changing something about myself. I get into sometimes what I call self-improvement overload, <laughs> where It's kind of like, okay, so you're paying more attention to what you're eating. You're trying to practice better eating habits. You're you're not skipping meals and um, you're going to the gym and you're going to the track and, uh, oh, let me learn a new language or let me improve upon a language I already speak. And I can get into a self-improvement overload. I can get to that point where I'm like, okay, I've improved enough things about myself. I'm tired. Or sometimes things start to fall off because you're doing so much, so much. And and I, I'm speaking from personal experience in this. I do my little language learning on Duolingo. And for those of you who don't know, that's an app where it's actually free. So, but anyway, I do my language learning on Duolingo and I get on my streaks and I'm doing great and I'm going to the gym regularly and I'm at the track and I'm feeling good and I'm getting more sleep. I'm not, you know, sleeping only four hours. I'm getting more sleep and um, I'm doing my stretches and I'm cooking more and eating out less and all those great things. And then at some point, some things will start to fall off and I'll be like, okay, that's enough. And I just want to sit on the couch. I just want to sit on the couch. I'm telling you the truth. But then I have to remember, even when things fall off, guess what you can do? Get back up. You can get back up and you can get back on what you were doing. You might not want to throw them all in there at once. You might not want to put all of what you're doing in at once. You might want to gradually add one thing one day, one thing a couple days later, And start slowly putting things back into practice. And maybe everything doesn't make it back on the improvement list for now. Maybe they don't. But you're still doing it. You're still working at it. And that's the important part of it. You're still making that effort. You're still trying to improve something 
or change something about yourself that you want to change. Not that other people want you to change, that you feel like you're ready to change because you have to be ready for it. And uh, so for me, the next thing is a reminder that everyone is not going to be happy for you. And that's, that's hard. That really is hard because when you are making an effort to improve something about yourself, you do want people to be happy for you. And I'm being honest, you want people to be happy for you, but everyone is not going to be happy for you. Um, I have learned the hard way that some people in your life are actually rooting for your downfall. And I, I hate to even say that, but it's true. Some people you don't want to share good news with because you don't want them to rain on your parade. You don't, some people are just not uh, family, people who you call friends. Some people are rooting for your downfall. Outside of that, some people aren't ready to see you actually achieve things that you want to change about yourself because they are not at a place where they can be happy for you. Um, And I say that with sympathy because maybe they're in a spot of feeling like nothing ever happens for them or, you know, or they're not ready to make those kind of changes in their life. So you doing it makes makes it even harder for them. And not that that's supposed to be what's in your mind when you're changing things about yourself, but I'm just letting you know, everyone's not going to be happy for you. You might come against some mindset of who does she think she is or, or we're not good enough for her, or this is not good enough for her, this situation, um, or she thinks she's better than us. And I personally have come across that one a lot. Uh, The she thinks she's better than us. And I hate to say it, but a lot of times it came from family. Um, And it wasn't about, it wasn't about, and it's never been about me ever thinking that I was better than someone else. It was about, and it is about knowing I want something better. When I had kids Um, The situation where I was currently living was with uh, an aunt when um, I got pregnant with my first daughter. And there were a lot of things that I chose to do different. There were a lot of decisions, hard decisions that I had to make when I moved out of the city that I lived in and moved to another city. I got a lot of she thinks she's better than us. I knew I wanted something better. I wanted something better for myself. I wanted something better for my daughter than what I was currently living in and or how I was currently living. And I was determined to get it. So I was going to make some hard decisions. I was going to make some choices that everybody wasn't going to like. And that's fine because that's their life and this is mine. And I had to make decisions based on that. I had to make sure that I was setting myself up as a parent, my daughter up as you know a young child growing up to be in the most productive, safe, nurturing environment that I could. And so that's what I did. 
Um, it wasn't easy. It really wasn't easy because you, even under the craziest circumstances, you still want to be with your family and friends who you've grown up with that you love and um, that you you want them to be happy for you when you're making better decisions that you you know everyone can see that this this current situation or this job or this relationship or this this living arrangement is not good and you want people to to say oh you know what i see it i applaud you for making that decision for being brave enough to go out and get it but nope not always that is not always going to be the case um and it's not even about not pe- people not even just applauding you. Sometimes people will be sad that you are leaving, that you're changing something, that you're doing something different that they won't be as accessible to you. And it's not like you're trying to be less accessible to them. It's just that it will affect them because you won't be as close or in as close of a vicinity. And when I'm talking about that, I'm actually thinking about when I chose to move to the city that I live in now, my dad was living in the city that I was previously in. So when I went to his house to tell him that I was going to be moving and I had two children, his granddaughters, and man, we stood on his front porch and it was the first time in my life that I had ever seen my dad cry. And he cried because I was moving away and it was hard because um, as a child we didn't have the best relationship he wasn't really around as much as a kid he was an amazing grandfather and um, me having my daughters gave us a new opportunity to build a stronger relationship and he was a very attentive um, doting grandfather and, uh, moving, it didn't change it, but I think initially it was scary for both of us and that it might have changed it. But, um, I say that to say that, you know, it's, it's not always going to be that people just don't want you to change because they just don't. Sometimes it'll be because they'll, they feel like you, they might get left behind in the process. And because sometimes people will, sometimes you will have to let go of some people who you thought were going to be with you your whole life through every journey, but some people won't, won't go with you to this next level. Some, it might be out of jealousy. Some, it might be out of, they're not ready to go to that next level. Some, it might be because they're growing in a different direction and the world and God has something different for them where your paths no longer align. So these are all some of the things that you could possibly come up against that, that, that may be out there. And I'm saying maybe because nobody's story is a a duplicate of somebody else's. But for me, this is what I've learned that can come up against you. This is what I've learned when you get ready to start to change something about yourself, when you're on that way to changing something in your life, these are some of the steps that I've had to go through. These are some of the things that I've had to learn the hard way. And when I say the hard way, I do mean the hard way because um, 
I have this analogy of when God wants to move you, he's going to start off by talking to you slowly, by nudging you, by dropping some hints. But at the end of the day, you're going to go. You're going to go where he wants you to go. Um, You might not get there as fast as he wanted you to get there. You might have to be kicking and screaming because uh, I have had to be knocked down by God a few times because he was like, all right, I didn't told you. I didn't told you once. I didn't told you twice. You just don't want to listen. You want to be hard headed. That's fine. But you will get there. So and um, for me, I say that often or I said that often when my kids were younger and things of like, um, okay, so you want to do what I told you to do and we can move on with the rest of our day or you want to get in trouble and then do what I told you to do. Because at the end of the day, you're going to do it. You're going to do what I told you to do. And I look at God in that sense of at the end of the day, God's will will be done. All right. So um, the last thing I really want to leave you with on this particular topic is personal growth is just that. It's personal. What you feel like you're ready to change in your life, what you feel led to change in your life or improve in your life is for you. A lot of times people won't understand it. They won't understand why you want to change something. They won't understand how you feel like you're going to be able to change it. They won't understand the the change in direction in your life. You'll get the, oh, you've changed in a negative way and as a negative connotation as if you're not supposed to. The only things in life that don't change are things that are stuck or dead. Everything changes. It's called growth. A baby doesn't stay the same size that it was when it was delivered. You grow. You're supposed to change. As you learn more things in this world, about this world, it's supposed to affect you. It's supposed to help develop you and move you to that next level. I don't understand why people get in their minds after you become an adult, you're just supposed to stay the same your whole life. You're not. Your foundation is supposed to be your core and what you build on, your core should always be your core. You shouldn't your core shouldn't be erased just because you've learned something new. But that doesn't mean You don't change. You are supposed to change. But sometimes people get stuck in their heads of thinking you're supposed to be doing the same thing um, from 20 to 40, from 40 to 60. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're supposed to have learned from the things that happened in the past. You're supposed to have grown from it, developed from it, matured. Not that it was bad. It's a part of your growth. But you're not supposed to be a bud coming out of the ground for 40 years. At some point, you need to have some blooms on you. You need to develop some fruit on those branches. And then realize that even when you do bloom, even when you do produce fruit and mature, that those things will wither away, die off, and new things will grow there. So... You have to remember that your personal growth is supposed to be personal. 
it's not supposed to require continual aid by everyone else around you. It's not supposed to require approval by everyone else around you. It's not supposed to require confirmation from everyone else around you. Personal growth is for you. It's for you. It's who you want to be. It's who you see yourself as. It's what you see yourself deserving. Other people don't have to feel like you deserve something for you to actually still deserve it. You have to decide, this is what I deserve. This is what I want. This is what I'm willing to work for. And that's what I'm going for. That's what I'm going to do. Period. You have to make that decision for yourself. And sometimes it'll be lonely. Sometimes it will be lonely. Sometimes you will not feel supported. Sometimes you will feel like what you're doing is at the sacrifice of a relationship. Sometimes it will be. That's hard and necessary sometimes. But if you want what you say you want, if you feel like you're ready to work for what you say you ready to you're ready to work for, these are some of the sacrifices that will be made along the way. They are. And it's okay if you're not ready to make those sacrifices. It's okay if you're not ready to do the work for it. But just know when you are, when you're ready to start to change something in your life, these are some of the things that will more than likely come your way. And I'm not, by all means, I'm not trying to detour you from stepping up to say, I want something different. I want more than what I have. I want a better relationship, a better job. I want um, to be in better physical health. I want to prioritize my mental and emotional health more. Whatever it is, you have to be ready for it. You have to be ready for to work for it, to decide that this is something you want, that this is something you're doing no matter what, no matter what other people have to say. It brings to mind, wow, I think I probably was a teenager when I heard an, another adult say to one of my relatives that they were going to start to go to therapy. And I heard this other adult say to them, what do you need therapy for? And the other person started to explain, you know, some of the things that they were thinking and why they wanted to start going to therapy. And my relative was pretty much trying to say, well, all you need, really need to do is, you know, cut this person out of your life or get some rest or da 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 Other people can't decide for you what you need. I'm sorry. They can't. Even under the best, even under the best intentions, 
Other people can't decide what you need. If you have a job where you're making good money and you tell someone, oh, I think I'm going to go for a raise or I'm going to go for another job because I need to be getting paid more than this. Maybe they're not making as much as you. Maybe they might want, you need more. What do you need more money for? <laughs> Other people can't decide what you need. Period. If you feel like you're worth more, go for more. Just because someone else has not reached the same place that you have doesn't make it a bad thing, but it also doesn't mean they get to decide for you what you need. If you're in a relationship with someone and that person might be great on the outside looking in, but on the inside, it's not what you need. It might, it doesn't mean they're a bad person. It just might, might not be what you need. You get to make the decision on what you need. And even if that person can't meet your needs, then you have to decide if you're willing to adjust and compromise or settle for less or if you need to move along and go for what you need. And I'm not telling anybody to leave your relationships. I'm simply saying you have to make the decision for what you need. I, I can't stress that enough. Um, for me, I had to get to a place where I had to say about a lot of things. This is not enough for me. This situation, this job, this relationship, whatever, this is not enough for me. And I started saying this thing about myself if I'm too much for you, then I'm too much for you. If I am too much for you, then I am too much for you. And that's okay. It's okay to be too much for some people. Some people aren't ready to deal with all that you are, period. And that can be good, bad, or indifferent. Um, my daughter even bought me for Christmas a sweatshirt that says, if I'm too much for you, then go find less. And I love it. I absolutely love it. I cannot wait to wear it, but it's honest and it's real. And it's not saying that I'm better than anybody else. It's simply saying that what I have can sometimes be too much for other people. What I want to do for my life, what I want for myself can sometimes be too much for someone else. And if it is, then it is. So this is a new year and that's great, but you don't have to wait for a new year to start a new journey. You don't have to wait for a new year to get on your way, to change something in your life. You can do it. You have to be ready for it and all that comes with it. All that comes with it. But this is... This is what I wanted this episode to be about. Um, first and foremost, I want to encourage you to make the changes that you want to see in your life. But I also want you to be prepared for what comes with that. I want you to know going in what comes with that in hopes that you won't be shocked by it when it happens and stop in hopes that you won't you know, be taken aback and, and think, well, maybe I shouldn't do this because I don't want this person to feel this way or that person to feel that way. 
Keep growing. Keep doing it anyway. Your light is going to hurt some people's eyes. Still keep shining. Still keep doing it. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Teach One. Thank you for joining us on Teach One today. And I believe in you. And I know that you can have all that you want for yourself and your family. You can have it. Don't ever stop working for it. Working towards it. Be blessed and enjoy your family. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I know the episode is over, but I just had to come in and say thank you so much for the response that I have already started to get on the first three episodes of Teach One. They have been amazing and constructive and I'm listening. I'm hearing your thoughts and your suggestions. Um, So definitely when I have more guests, I will have to make the podcast a little bit longer. So um, I'm taking that into consideration. I've heard great things. I've heard great responses. And I just wanted to tell you, I'm so excited about some of the upcoming episodes some of the topics, some of the guests. I am so excited and I know they are going to be great. I've had a few people reach out to me on behalf of other people about wanting to be possible guests. So that is great as well. I will tell you, you can find me on Facebook uh, for Teach One or under PC with LG. You can also find me on Instagram for Teach One or PC with LG. And I look forward to um, all the feedback you're giving um, to help uh, for this to be something that helps other people as much as it possibly can. I want it to be a platform literally where each one teach one and I don't know everything. So, which is why... I am so open to all the, um, I'm open to the suggestions. I'm open to, um, the guest and none of this is, is preempted. When I have guests on, they will be speaking their own opinions, their own thoughts about the topic, about the subjects, because I don't know everything. No one does, but I don't know everything. I'm trying to teach you what I know, but I'm also trying to feed you with who I learned from and who I am continuing to learn from. So each one, teach one, remember that and keep listening. Teach one will be aired every Sunday. So every Sunday, there'll be a new episode out for you to listen to until we close out the first season. And then I'll probably take a couple weeks off and come back with a whole new season. So I'm so excited. I cannot wait for all these episodes to come out so you all can be touched and enlightened and encouraged and laugh with us and cry with us sometimes and um, learn from us. Have a great day. Each one, teach one, be blessed, enjoy your family.